Can you say cerveza? It's time for the beer podcast, Morty. Worst beer podcast ever. Steve and Adam. Ah, funny guys. Hop Nation USA, beer podcast leaders for over five years. Welcome back, everybody. 245. That's the number of episodes that we've gone through just to get to this point of the Hop Nation USA podcast. Aren't you glad we've done that, Steve? Huh? What? Wake up. <laughs> it's podcast time. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Awaken from your slumber. No. <laughs> it's been a week since the last time we've done one of these. Yeah. I got all ripped up on me. You too, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just didn't put it on social media like you did. Well, hey, I did you, it I silently. Have, well, because was I, the last time you posted on social media. Uh well, I I do do things from the corporate account once in a while on Twitter. He said do do. I know. <laughs> Poo. <laughs> but yes, uh, aside from the occasional thing on the Hop Nation USA account, it's been over a year. Nice. Like any of my personal yeah. accounts, it's been over a year. Nice. Nobody wants to see what I do in my life. Nobody wants to see what you do, Adam, but you know, it'd be nice if you just logged in to get your invites to stuff. People <laughs> invite you. People still invite you to things. Well, <laughs> I, I, I do appreciate that, whoever you are. It's a lot of people. It's like Dennis and oh, all right. Nikki I think I've and done Tom and oh, Katie. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People right. invite you to things. Oh, well, it's, it's nice to feel included. <laughs> well, you should pay attention to actually be included. <laughs> I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna make the invite. I'm gonna invite you, and then I'm actually gonna send you the invite. You know I what? Know you check your messenger. Yes, yes, I do. Well, that's a completely separate account, and I use that so I can talk to people, usually podcast people. It's it's odd that that's a separate account because it's. Like it's connected to Facebook. It, well, it's a separate uh, app. Yeah, I know, but yeah. no, I'm saying it's That's, all owned by Facebook. Oh so yeah, it, it's Who? weird. Meta. Thank it's you. all. It's so it's Ugh. weird that Meta wouldn't push, like push it as a calendar to you. Right, but they don't. I know. That's it's weird. They do everything else. They try to combine everything else together. Right. But they won't tell you, hey, so-and-so said you should go to this. Yeah, once you come do a thing. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, I don't know. My life has gotten this far without it, so. Yeah. I'm just so grateful we weren't the generation <laughs> raised with cameras everywhere. Agreed. Same. Agreed. By the way, that's Katie. Hi. Katie's here. Katie's I'm here. here. And I'm Adam. That's I'm Adam. Steve. I'm here too. Yeah. That's Steve. So I was listening to last week's episode. Yeah, Steve, you never introduced me. Yeah, it's whatever. I figure people know what's up. <laughs> Somebody made it to 244 and doesn't know who you are. Like, that's true. Yeah. Plus, isn't it usually in the comments? Steve and Adam with there blood, you go. blood, blood, blood. Katie pays attention to that. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't pay attention to that. Of course not. I just hit that play button. Just to jump back to talking about my posting habits. Yes. Um, I had to post because I wanted people to know that that chocolate cherry meat is fucking fire. No. Uh, as is that lemon meringue that I had. Probably. Why did you say no to the chocolate cherry? I don't cherry? like chocolate and cherry together in any sense. Oh, okay. Just another one of Katie's weird yep. food things. Mm. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> and it's not to say we won't try it. We had Easter brunch and I had they had um literally fudge like cherry in the center of a piece of fudge mm -hmm. and the raspberry one was good but Ooh. the cherry one not for me see if i had the choice between the two i'd definitely go raspberry fudge is bullshit it's way too expensive for how easy it's made that's why you just make it yourself i know well i'm going to eventually <laughs> it's just i get i don't know why i get advertised fudge all the time on meta that is <laughs> so weirdly specific it is well, I, they just know I'm fat, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, at, at Christmas time, you have the variety of kiosks that start in the mall and they're not there year round. Just mm -hmm. like, you know, holiday, whatever. Well, there was one time there was this woman who had fudge and also we were 16 and 
potentially blazed out of our domes. And so we're like walking around, whatever. And like we realize she has samples. Mm -hmm. So obviously we're going that way. Right. And so like we take a couple samples, whatever. My friend Ryan decides that he's going to like entertain this. And he was like, wow, he's like, your fudge is really good. And she's like, thanks. He's like, do you make your own fudge? Oh, no. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, actually, I do. He's like, really? And how do you get it here? Do you pack your own fudge? <laughs> Which is like, I mean, a little bit funny now, but when you're high and you're trying to like just get as many free samples as you can, you're just dying in the middle of the mall. <sighs> fudge packer? <laughs> fudge packer. So, that was Katie's fudge story. Great. Now let's talk about <laughs> now let's talk about beer. <laughs> yeah, we're doing beer. Double reverse here. on the April Fool's. Yeah. <laughs> See what you get. Because ah, we said we weren't doing beer, but now we're doing beer. But we're doing specific beer. We are doing specific beers. We're, we're doing a state episode. I Don went on a trip. Yes. Yes, Katie. And is, I'm repping. Yeah. I don't I don't know why you're a boomer sooner, but you know, that's <laughs> what you're That was a fifteen dollar hoodie when you need a hoodie. Fair enough. Math checks. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I do, I do not know such luxuries, but that's nice. <laughs> but yeah, we're doing beer from a specific state, and we're doing a state that we haven't done before. We did our Florida Redux. Yes. But uh, we're, we're continuing to fill out our map, and Katie went on a trip to Oklahoma and brought back beers. So thank you for that. Yeah, hey, you're welcome. Oklahoma yeah. City. Oklahoma City. It's actually City. a nice place. Yeah. I, kinda like, yeah, I like Oklahoma. Well, Oklahoma City. The three different places I've been in Oklahoma, hmm. I liked all of them. I'll put that okay. that way. So, <laughs> Oklahoma City, home of the thunder. That's all I got on Oklahoma City. Yeah. I'll be honest. So we were like trying to find things to do at night, and somebody was like, do you want to go to Thunder's game? And I was like, actually, yeah. And they're like, oh, I was kidding. I was like, oh. Did you go? No. Nah. <laughs> I'd have gone. I was like, the only person who was willing to watch no. basketball. I was pretty bummed about it, actually. But I mean, when you have like next to no choices, what would you do in Oklahoma? <laughs> There's choices. They have a minor league baseball team whose oh. stadium I could see. I could have watched a game from my hotel room. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So there was that. There's lots of places to eat. There's a weird amount of German restaurants. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. And then, you know, breweries, distilleries. Yeah. Um, we were staying in it's like built up a lot of restaurants breweries are in the area distilleries are in the area there's like a little river walk uh -huh. we don't really have anything that's exactly like that be kind of like so they're trying to be they had like little austin i was thinking little san antonio <laughs> that, there you go yeah yeah that, that's why <laughs> with the river walk the san antonio river no walk. <laughs> it's not quite it's closer to austin okay okay vibes but vibe wise it's closer vibe wise closer to <laughs> all right all right i austin can dig vibes. it but yeah, uh, so yeah, Katie brought back beer from Oklahoma. Uh, we don't really know much about Oklahoma aside from Prairie. It's the only thing we really see. Right. <laughs> I know where it is. You've been to Prairie? You saw it? No, I know it? where Oklahoma is. You said we oh. don't know anything <laughs> oh, oh, oh. about it. Yeah, no, I have a general idea. You know where it is. But it's also, gen also a general mystery yeah. to me. <laughs> and it looks like a pot. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a pot. It looks like a hat. It's Texas's backwards cap. <laughs> 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 but... Uh, the first beer that Katie brought to us is coming from not Oklahoma City, but Tulsa. Mm. It's by the Heirloom Rustic Ales, and it's their dark lager by the name of Nightjar. Nightjar? Nightjar. Nightjar. Nice. Which, surprisingly, I when I looked up on Untapped, there's actually a lot of Nightjars. Really? So many. So it's probably maybe a reference to something in beer culture that I actually don't know. Let's find out. Because, like, Dark Horse has a night jar. And there's a night jar brewing. Oh. Yeah. 
So which I think is must a be a company. reference to something. So like, is that knight starting with an N or with a K? N. With an N. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure if like some sort of medieval thing. I have no idea. Yeah, no. I, I wondered no if it was like another term for like a nightcap or something. Maybe. That we just weren't familiar it's, it's with. Said it's shine instead of like a... Jar drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that wouldn't make sense. I wouldn't put that past anybody. But I wouldn't put it past myself. I'd get in on that. Yeah. Uh, apparently, though, this is a beer that is made with a bunch of dark bready malts. Uh, and it's entirely hopped with the Czech saws. Mm. So they're they're... Right there, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they said it has some hazelnut and chocolate and praline notes. So, you know, we'll see about right. that. I'll be honest; I don't know that I can pick out praline. Neither do I, and I don't know that that's necessarily. I could meant for a dark lager. All I know is that pralines are somehow associated with pecans. Mm. Sure, yes. <laughs> Usually an ice cream? Yeah. Yes, happens in ice cream a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. That is my praline knowledge base. Gotcha. Sidebar. Night jars are a medium-sized nocturnal bird in the family of some word I can't say in order of other word I can't say, characterized by long wor- wings, short <laughs> legs, and a very short bill. Oh, there you go. It's a burb. It's a burb. Burb. He don't owe much. He's got a short bill. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, 4.8%. <laughs> and then... No IBUs, apparently. I'm all right with that. I like well, oh, stay tuned, bud. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? So we're going to pour this one up, and then uh, we'll be right back to talk about it. It kind of gives me melted Tootsie Roll vibes. Maybe because we're talking about it. Perhaps, yes. It do- even looks like Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. It does. It does kind of look like Pepsi. It really does. Side note on that, I tried a Nitro Pepsi earlier this week. How yeah. was that? It was fine. No big to do? No, yeah. it wasn't. I wouldn't bother with that. It was on sale. I understand. I, I'm sure it was on sale because nobody wants that. Right. <laughs> so I got that and I got the vanilla as well. Vanilla Pepsi on Nitro. Yeah. That was better. Sure. But uh, yeah, I can't drink that stuff anymore. Pe- Pepsi's so flat to begin with that like... I don't know how many years it's been since I had Pepsi. Well, I could tell you it's been about two days for me. Yeah. I have no reason to reset that anytime soon. Really? <laughs> wow. Give them a fucking call when they put Coke on Nitro or they put Barks on Nitro. I think Coke is coming. I'm sure it is. Somebody said something to me about it the other day. Or when if they put uh, Reed's ginger beer on Nitro. I don't know that I've ever had that. Yeah, go get some. Okay. It's the best ginger beer, especially for making drinks. I say I'm a Gosling man myself. This is spicy, though. Ah, okay. And it it comes in many strengths. Oh, it, okay. can, it has regular, it has hot, it has extra with the two X's. <laughs> well, you got to have that. It's a lot. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll expand outside of Cosmic, but that's not important right now. No, no, we're back to this night jar. It's a, uh, like I said, it looks like Pepsi. Yeah, it, had, it had a nice head on it. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it laces well. Um, it smells malty and sweet. It does, which is a fine combination, if you ask me. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. And you said, what did you say the uh, ABV was on this? 4.8. Oh, that's not bad at all. No. It'll break your back. It's a bit nutty. Did say it would be. I assume that's what praline is supposed to taste like. Yeah, praline is nutty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it said praline and hazelnut. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of that. Not getting any chocolate. No, no, not really. It's uh yeah, it's not the best dark lager I've had, but it's not the worst either. So no, and honestly, I think the the color kind of throws me off a little bit on that because I'm I'm when you say dark lager for some idiot reason. My brain goes to black IPAs, mm-hmm. 
which this is obviously not for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> the zero IBUs being one of yes. them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. No, I like it. It's um, th- this leans sweet and almost touches. It has like almost like a brown ale profile. Yes. Yeah. I I agree with the brown ale side of things. It does kind of dry out a little bit on the back end. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah, I get that too. But I get yeah. back into it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just yeah. It doesn't really stick out as a as a dark lager, right? For me, like yeah, the the dark lagers I've had the the, the tomave pivos. <laughs> the what? The tomave pivo. What is a tomato pivo? Tomave pivo. That's it's Czech for dark. dark oh, beer. Yeah. okay. <laughs> like the uh, like Hop Farm put one out, and then I had another one recently from somebody, and my fucking brain is. Just gone, but oh, all right. <laughs> we'll say Yellow Bridge. Tell told otherwise. Uh, actually, I don't think it was it was, it was a PA. <laughs> all right, just pull that out your ass. Yeah, yeah. fine. And I don't know that they do. <laughs> don't, don't say Yellow. Here's the thing. Don't say it was a Pittsburgh brewery because then all <laughs> Pittsburgh listeners will go looking for it and they'll go in the Yellow Bridge and it's like, hey, Ian's got that Tamave Pivo. <laughs> Wow. And they go, uh, we don't brew that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But if enough people show up and start knocking on the door for that, maybe they will. Okay, sure. Then, yeah. You know, so you're welcome, <laughs> Yellow Bridge. We're expanding your horizons we're, for you. Congratulations. <laughs> now you have homework. We're, for, we're forcing you into a realm that you may or may not be in already. <laughs> Just for the record, it's Adam's fault. Steve and I had nothing to do it with this. It is. Oh, <laughs> I, I will carry that mantle. I don't mind. Aiden's got that tomato pivo. <laughs> <laughs> tomato pivo. Gross. Uh, so what do you say we get into a little uh, news notes, maybe a little neat? Sure. You into that sort of thing? I'm down. Okay. Who would like to down go first? Down. Anybody got something, a real ripper to get us going? I got something that's, it, it's a neat about a news. What? Yeah, you'll see. Okay. <laughs> you'll all see. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Basically, got, I'm got not ominous really fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically I'm not I'm not going to get into the actual news story, but I think that the existence of the news story is neat. Uh f- just the sheer fact that it's <clears throat> right. Okay. All right. Forbes uh and you know, whether or not you consider that a trash rag, I kind of do, but it has grand appeal. So, they do have an article up this week though. About smoke beer. Oh. Yes. And they, whoever was doing the writing, they sat down with a, a bunch of brewers in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Colorado brewer, breweries are getting into the smoked beer realm. Mm. So, All right. So it's kind of like a harbinger of possible things to come because, you know, if things go well in Colorado, then you can expect other people, you know, like the states that touch. Yes. In other states like Oklahoma that aren't too far away either. <laughs> and then it'll spread. Yeah. <laughs> and then it'll spread. And then you get a you get a trickle out effect. So if Colorado and California start doing smoke beers, then thus the rest of the country goes. Hopefully it'll be eastbound and down. Yeah. I feel like California's been trying to stay away from smoke, but okay. It's all trauma for them. Jeez. What? You're right. Doesn't mean you have to say it. It's beer triggering. <laughs> but uh Oof. yeah, the 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 article it's it's okay. I mean, you can go through and read and if you don't know what a smoked beer is, I don't know why you're listening to this show, but 
uh, you know, you can learn a little bit about smoke. That's theories. right, because they're trying to learn, Steve. That's why they're listening. Yeah, well, okay, but I'm just saying, you, if you're listening to this show, you should already know about smoke beers. Agreed. But if you don't know about smoke beers, they get into, obviously, Shankarla, mm-hmm. and then they also talk about uh, one of the brewers spent time in Norway learning their method mm. of uh, smoking and kilning the malt at the same time. Nice. So, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of interesting. It's a little surface level, but if you don't know anything about it, it's good. Like, it, it's a good article for everybody who doesn't know about smoke beer. Yeah, and to be fair, the general to populace, fair. to be fair, right. they know nothing about it. Right, and it, it's, I just, again, I think it's neat because it's promoting something that could be important in the future. It is important to the future. Yeah. <laughs> of this country. Well, it's important. It's important to me, but it's... <laughs> because if it goes away, Steve's going to be mad. Sad. Well, I mean, not really, because I'll still just get Schlinkerla at places. There you go. Like, <laughs> like everybody, everybody's fighting against that to begin with, so... <laughs> <laughs> that is the, the gold standard. For me. There you go. And most other people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I was at, uh, was at Vintage not too long ago and they had they had the, the regular urbach that i usually get mm-hmm. but i was really craving like that hellas that they do that's like by contact smoke yeah and they didn't have it was mother truckers it just yeah. means you have to go back it's upset <laughs> oh yeah i'll go, go back. back yeah that there's your reason there's your excuse to go one of them <laughs> exactly you don't need many <laughs> yeah i mean there's a lot of reasons to go to vintage they have three floyds they have <laughs> she's noof they have <laughs> the list just keeps growing yeah i said she's noof noof she's I'm i was ju- i was just gonna let it go <laughs> i got fucking brain worms <laughs> we all got brain worms these days yup uh so it's my turn yeah go so this is for this friday and if you're listening on a friday as you should. This should be pertinent news. What Philly invades Pittsburgh this weekend? Who? Uh, Philly. Where? Pittsburgh. Cool. Yeah. Where at? So that is a an event that breweries in PA are friends in beer media. Sure. Oh, we've had them on the show. We're friends. <laughs> sure. You know, they'll like a meme once in a while. Sure. <laughs> we'll like their memes. It's cool. <laughs> But uh, they, should they, do, they should retweet more. They're they're a little they're a little stingy on the retweets. I'm all right with that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Don't be stingy. <laughs> Don't be stingy. They're free. Yeah. <laughs> the electrons are free. Yeah. Uh, but no, they are putting on an event here in Pittsburgh. Uh, it's an opportunity for those of us in the western part of the state to try a bunch of beers that are out in the eastern part of the state, and they're just fairly difficult to get without a little muling. Or going there. Just difficult enough. <laughs> yes, exactly. Six hours is just outside the comfort range to go get a beer. Mm-hmm. Are they bringing anybody who's kind of like new to that Philly scene? Like, obviously, like, I guess Tired Hands, we get a lot of. Right. And 2SP, I would think, has been out here a number of times. Is there anybody who's coming that you don't recognize on the list? Uh, don't recognize Lost Tavern. Okay. I've never heard anything th- from them. I think they're a little newer. Right. Uh, Stable 12. Um, exactly. I've heard of, but yeah. They have a pony in their logo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I actually, Makes get, sense. I actually get their logo confused with Whitehorse. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, for some, some more well-known, they have Other Half. They have Human Robot, Warwick Farm, uh, Hidden River, Four Score. Okay. 
I, I, yeah, the World Farm was another one that was wondering if it was coming out because they've been getting a lot of press, especially on that website. Yes, uh, but they are they are part of the contingent coming this way. Fun, uh, and they will be at Necromancer Brewing. They got the space exactly. <laughs> they got space. Everybody can go at arm's length and twirl about, and still have plenty of space left over. Fun. <laughs> they're they're going to have two sessions. Uh, one starts at 12. I think the other one starts at like 5. Check the website. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Don't knock on the door when people aren't there yet. Like, oh, the one Nation said you'd be open now. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't put that on me. Do uh, that. <laughs> put that on there. Wow. <laughs> See, what's going to happen is the beer douche is going to do exactly that. He's going to knock on the door. Good, yeah. Yeah, I, I fully and that'll be his. Yeah. Sending the beer douche as an agent of chaos in the places. See, the thing is, that would be his first douche move ever because he's such a nice guy. Yeah, I know. We'll work yeah, on that. We'll work there. on that. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, just to uh, sweeten the pot a little bit, not only are they going to be doing unlimited pours there, but they will also have cans available for you to take home. Cool. Fun. So if you uh, see something that you really like, you want to take home for later, you can do that. Fun. Yes. So go drink beers. Have fun. <laughs> Be sociable. Cool. <laughs> that's that's that. All right, that's great. Lovely. <laughs> Katie, do you have lovely. news? I do. Um, Bell's Brewery is releasing a beer uh, called Sparkle and Smash. It's part of their Unite uh, series. And basically what they do with that is come together uh, with different people, depending on what they're doing, in this case women, um, but previously it's been like military or, um, LGBT, etc. Um, but this, uh, this week they're doing sparkle and smash. It's an 8% single hop Belgian triple. And the recipe was written by women from various departments at Bell's. And then they all came together to actually brew it and bottle it and they're going to serve it. Um, on top of that, they actually brewed it with hops and malts, both from women-based uh, or women-owned companies, rather. And so the whole point of this is just to give attention to women's con- contributions to craft beer, um, but also it's a give-back kind of thing. So the money from this is going to go to four different organizations. Um, one is called Helping Women, period. Uh, one is YMCA. Or I'm sorry, YWCA. Young Women's um, in Kalamazoo, and then Red Birth Green, and Lifting Lucy is the fourth one. And that supports underrepresented communities in brewing, so black, indigenous, and other women of color. So it's kind of cool, you know, just helping out, basically. Uh, The release date is this weekend. It's the 24th, and uh, it's going to be available on draft and uh, cans. Oh. So hopefully, um, I don't know if it's destroying. I couldn't find any info on that. But uh, hopefully it is. And if not, find somebody that you know in Detroit or Michigan and get some so you can help. Yeah, I imagine it's a, if it's in Kansas, it's at least going to be at like the multiple Bells tap rooms that they have. Yeah. And then maybe even New Belgium ones because now they're partners. They are. <laughs> they... Now they're together. Say, are, are they like what? Is, what is that? Is that a just a. A single entity now? Or are they partner sort of like what ABV is? I think it's more, uh, well, I mean, Sapporo is the overall owner of everybody, right? Ah, uh, okay. Or is it Sapporo or Kieran or? I don't remember. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they're the overall owner mm. of everything. So. Okay. <laughs> Not me. 
Not, well, not yet. You. <laughs> fight a bitch. <laughs> well, not if they pay you enough. Why would you fight them? Right. <laughs> yeah, I have a price. Yeah. Everybody's got a price. Where, everybody <laughs> got a price. Yes, 1992. <laughs> Wait, what? Ted DiBiase. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> thought you were quoting your price. No, no. 1992, that's all it would take? Aim higher, bud. (laughs) No, I'm quoting the quoter. (laughs) Everybody has a price. Everybody's got to pay. Everybody's got a price. Steve, you got another one? I do. And this one is pertinent to uh, what we're talking about. We're talking about Oklahoma and Oklahoma beers. Okay. And there is a brewery that is copying Pennsylvania. Oh? Yes. Like the whole state? Well, just copying a brewery in Pennsylvania. Posers. Yeah. Yeah. Total Posers, uh, there is a brewery called the Vanessa House Beer Company. Mm-hmm. It's good beer. And they're out of uh, the, the Oklahoma City area. And they are going all solar. Yes, they are. Just like Victory. Who? Victory? Brewing. Mm. Yeah, they're all solar. Heard of them. But they've been. They have. They've been. <laughs> That's old news to yeah. them. Vanessa That's House. not the news. <laughs> no. Okay. Vanessa House has uh, has turned solar, and they're going to release their first all sun brewed beer this weekend. Yes, in celebration of Earth Day. Yes, if you're listening on Friday, as you should, then that beer comes out today, and you can get the Always Sunny in Rad City New England IPA. Hmm. That's actually a really good name. I like that. Name. Yeah, it's all right. Also, Rad City is that a nickname for Oklahoma City? Didn't hear it once the whole time I was there. Oh, all right then. <laughs> so that sounds like a no. <laughs> she didn't hear it, but maybe she didn't go to the cool places. Oh call it no, Rad City. that's probably the problem. Yes, <laughs> you I were will, you were stuck I, in Square City. <laughs> I will consult with my friends there and uh, check back. Katie was on the outskirts in Squaresville. <laughs> it's literally downtown. Good. <laughs> You got to go to the art district where they call it Rad City. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, just a, a I'll little... have you know I was down the street from the Banjo Museum. Thank you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold up. You were near the Banjo Museum and you didn't go? Yeah, it's the second or third time I've been there and didn't go. <sighs> man. <laughs> For what reason, Adam? To go see banjos. Maybe they got a Steve Martin banjo there. That is so specific. Steve Martin? That's also a like, comedian? I understand, but that's also like, that's the best you can come up with. That's just so, like, yeah. that's just, yeah. <laughs> they got the, the Deliverance banjo, and they got a Steve Martin, and they got an Ed Helms that he played at Bonnaroo. <laughs> Ed Helms played at Bonnaroo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he's always doing some fucking bluegrass fuck thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe something from Lester Flat. We don't know. Earl Scruggs? Earl Scruggs is a little bit broader than Steve Martin. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Didn't even know Steve Martin ever played a banjo. He does. This now one, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's been, actually pretty good. He's been old school banjo for a long time. Yeah. Like he's been, I think he has like a number of Grammys. Wow. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. yeah I had yeah. no idea. He is yeah. a legit banjo player. It's yeah. not just a goof. Though I don't actually um, pay any attention to the Grammys. Right. At all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. When are the Grammys? They're gone already. I think they, they were a week it. after the slap heard around the world, so I think oh. everyone missed them. Oh, I, I wouldn't say I was missing it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows. No. Nobody, nobody cares. They're like being that we grew up on the MTV mm-hmm. Music Awards, and then those are 
out of fashion with us. All awards nowadays are pointless. Yeah, all awards are pointless. But that's the thing is we grew up on the MTV awards mm-hmm. and we never transitioned into getting into the Grammys. Right. The adult awards. Yeah. <laughs> Don't care. Because <laughs> it was just like, who gives a shit? Yeah. It's all popularity contest. Did Weird Al win? No. Don't care then. Yeah. Well, he. I don't want. I don't know if he won this year or not. I didn't even know he had a new album out. I don't this know. Year. I don't, I don't know. either. <laughs> but yeah, so Vanessa House, go get that beer. Yes. And uh, if you're one of the first fifty people to pick up a beer there, you get a free glass. Yep. Yeah, glass. Yep. Yep. So everybody loves glassware. Yeah, it's good stuff. I got one more. Mm, it's not news or neat. It's just weird. Sure. Okay, that's hyper-specific. Dayton, Ohio. Apparently, y'all are having a garlic fest this week. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. In July. I misspoke. Ju- <laughs> yeah. If you're having a garlic fest this year, more importantly, and somewhere in there is going to be a garlic beer, we need y'all to get that. One of two things. If it's in a can, send it to us. And if it's not in a can, report back. <laughs> <laughs> Other things are seem normal. Garlic hamburger, garlic hot dog. Okay, fine. Garlic mm. on popcorn. That's fine. Garlic eating contest seems a little bit strange. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to do that, mm. especially not for a hundred dollars. No, that's mm. no. But uh, <laughs> I hope I'm it's still, a hundred dollar gift certificate for like, more garlic. Well, there's also a meatball eating contest. I'm ooh, content ooh, with that one. Okay. I'm not going to just eat cloves of garlic. Meatballs, yes. I'll get in on that. Yeah. So, but also um, this year, what's new is garlic ice cream and garlic beer. You can miss me with that ice cream. I've had mushroom ice cream once, but then mm, I decided yuck. that creative mm. ice cream is just not my jam. Mm. Um, but garlic beer, need to hear about it. So let us know if you're in Ohio. Hmm. Garlic beer would be interesting. I already have the perfect pairing for it. Which is? The Almost Famous by East End. Their pickle beer. Garlic and pickle beer. Yeah. So no one's making out with Adam. That is correct. Get away, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> no kiss. No kiss. <laughs> it's interesting that it's a garlic eating contest and not a garlic bread eating contest. The garlic bread eating contest would fucking rule. I'd rather have the meatballs. Yeah, of yeah. course. Everybody would rather have the meatballs, but even still, just like a garlic bread eating contest would be fun. Well, right to the organizers. No, I'm just going to have a garlic bread eating contest by myself. <laughs> Isn't that just you <laughs> eating garlic bread? Yeah. And Alone guess who wins? in the dark? <laughs> and guess who wins? I do. Okay, proposition. Everybody makes their own garlic bread mm-hmm. enough to share mm-hmm. with a beer we want to pair with it. Oh. And then we do our own thing. So we get Kelsey, Dennis. Yeah. Whoever else. Mm. Yeah. A garlic cart. I can't. No. A garlic charcuterie. I can't make it work. Garlic charcuterie. <laughs> I can't make it work. <laughs> I can't do the words together. Garlic board. I can't. Charcuterie board. Shark garlic. <laughs> Shark coochie. Shark garlic coochie. This has gone off the rails. Yeah, well, I can't portmanteau it, so let's... Gar coochie board. Gar coochie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's come back to the dark lager. Okay. The night jar. It tastes like beer. By Heirloom Rustic. It tastes yes. like beer. Yeah. This ta- is a beer-flavored mm-hmm. beer. It yeah. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it tastes like beer. It's a, it's, it's a little... Beery? Well, it's a little too sweet. For what I expect from a dark lager. That's fair. I expect it to be a little more dry and malty, whereas this is pretty close to like brown ale. It, uh, it's fine. I don't hate it. I'd drink it again. Yeah, yeah. But it did, uh, didn't knock my socks off. Socks are firmly planted on the feet still. Yeah. This is the easy drinking beer that I have two or three of while watching a footballs in a November. Yes. Mm-hmm. Perhaps with a bowl of chili. 
I have ranch yeah. and nachos, but I'm not mad about the chili. You can put the chili on the nachos. I don't do that. <sighs> I'm but learning so much about it. I don't you. like chili. You don't like chili. You don't like banjos. Who are you? I didn't say I don't like banjos. She just doesn't like banjo museums. <laughs> I don't need to spend my hard-earned money in a banjo museum. Pretty sure you could just walk in. I don't think they get that many clientele. I don't. I don't know. Find out. I Next time no you go, idea. find out. It's very close to... If Banjo Museum it, costs more than five bucks, don't go. That's too much. It's crazy. Yeah, that's fair. Well, it's I mean, crazy. maybe if they could give you a free banjo afterwards. Is it Garth kick Brooks it has a restaurant? Ew. <laughs> some, some country store has a restaurant that's very close to the Banjo Museum. He's from Oklahoma. He's an Okie from Muskogee. Okay, that's probably Garth Brooks. It's very close to a Bass Pro Shops that's so large, I've gotten lost in it. Oh, yeah. Is it bigger than the one in Memphis, which is also a pyramid? Couldn't be. Probably not, but it's pretty big. There's a giant-ass fish tank in the back. Yeah, ass fish. <laughs> That's where I, they found me. Like, actually, we figured you'd be here. I was like, thank you. <laughs> I got lost. Just looking at the fish. So, yeah, what do you say we take a quick break? Yeah. Reload with some more Sooner beer? Uh-huh. We're going to learn about the history of beer in Oklahoma. Way to sell it. But it's actually, it is pretty interesting. <laughs> That's what we were so, talking about earlier. There's actually some yeah. neat stuff. Yeah, there's interesting things, so stay tuned. Cool. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back, everybody. Still, Hop Nation USA, you have not switched over to last podcast on the left. Yet. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't do that. Well, I'm just saying, hey, it's a popular show. It is a popular show. (laughs) I've been listening to The Holy Hour. What is The Holy Hour? It's sex and dating. Neat. It's it's entertaining. It's very entertaining. I'll have to put that on the list. Okay. I'm I'm still listening to Decay with the Boys. I'm catching up on that. Yeah. Yeah. They've been talking crazy over there. They have been. (laughs) Get themselves in trouble. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. Tell me about that later. Talking wild. <laughs> Definitely tell me about that later. Ah, no, they're just saying some ignorant shit about tea that I'm not having. <laughs> so they shit talking your tea. Shit talking tea. Ooh. Yeah, they're gonna get it. Them's fighting. <laughs> mm-hmm. The only tea I think I'd ever shit talk is sometimes fruited teas. Mm-hmm. Just no. I get you. I not get you. not all of them. Sometimes they put certain teas together, certain fruit flavors, and it's just like you're trying too hard. I get some of that. No, they were they were shit talking Earl Grey. They're getting. I don't like Earl Grey. I respect it, hands. but I, I don't. I don't like it. Catch hands. Worst <laughs> schoolyard fight ever. <laughs> in fairness, it's probably happened in Britain at some point. Yeah. <laughs> this is not new. Oh, book cheese. <laughs> oh Lord, oh, uh, we're doing accents. Well, before yeah. we get too far down that rabbit hole, sure, let's talk some Oklahoma beers because we have Oklahoma beers. Thank you, Katie. Who so, you? Oh. You. You're welcome. You with the sweatshirt. <laughs> with the upside wearing, down no. I'm wearing an OU sweatshirt. Yes. That's an upside down no. Well, it's so you. Anyway, it's what right. we have here. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. It's, 
That's all. Oh, great. Okay. Anyway, we have a beer. Yep. And you had this coming. I, <laughs> I know. It's an IPA if you can't tell by the ominousnessness. <sighs> um, this is from Roughtail Brewing Company. Roughtail is a type of gecko I Googled in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And it is a double dry hopped IPA with Sabro, Amarillo, and Citra with lactose and vanilla. And it is smooth, creamy, and thick with two C's. Swear to Jesus it says that. With lovely notes of vanilla and citrus. And uh, yeah, it's the Drippin' Milkshake IPA. Um, interestingly, it just says vanilla ale on the can on the back of it. But also it's got this tiny little thing on the bottom. And it's got a picture of their little lizard. And it says sip, sip, sipping on some lizard. And I, I respect the fuck out of that. So... Yeah, so that's what we're drinking. It is a uh, 6.5% ABV, and this has zero IBU, so guess what? Yeah. It's a mystery. Yeah. No, there's definitely going to be some IBUs. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but it's a, what do you call it? They said it was a vanilla ale? Yeah, so this is 12 ounces of, 12 fluid ounces of vanilla ale. On, that's what it says on the can, but the front of the can says milkshake IPA. I'm going to stick with vanilla ale. And it ale. says vanilla, creamy, and thick with two C's. And you got to have that. So not, it, apparently it has Citra and Sabro. And Amarillo. And Amarillo. So who knows? <laughs> well, we will here in a moment. Yeah. Once we get this bad boy poured up, poured out, poured delicious. No. <laughs> no, too far, too much. All Two right. C's. Beyonce never said poor delicious. <laughs> it's poured up. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Adam's so excited to be drinking an IPA, you guys. I don't you like don't it. even know. I don't like it. You smell it? I did smell it. I don't like it. Yeah. And um I'll be honest, I don't love the smell on it either, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's there is something <clears throat> There's a lot going on there. Yeah. There is something there that is just not pleasant. Like so to me, it's got that that normal, you know, that citra that IPA pungentness that I'm not a big fan of. But then it's got like kind of a fruit twist on top of it. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. I was getting something almost medicinal. Hmm. Or, well, I mean, or, it kind of is. Or floor cleaner ish. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There's something very, there's just something very strong. I think after the feet beer, no smell's ever going to bother me. <laughs> um, to look at it though, it, it, I mean, it just looks like a juicy. It does. You know, there's nothing Easy, remarkable. Creamy lactose filled milkshake IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing remarkable yeah. there. But on the nose, it's very strong. Yeah. Pineapple strong. juice. <laughs> Doesn't smell like any vanilla ale I've ever had. Strong pineapple juice. Uh, the, the orange pineapple color. But I'm going to get into it because that's what we do here. Oh, okay. It's tasty. Yeah. Nope. Nope. As he goes back for more. Nope, because it's just not, it It reminds me of a lot of those decadent ales. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I can absolutely see that. But it is it is not uh, jazzed up as the decadence, mm -hmm. where it kind of hides the IPA-ness. Mm. This still has a little bit out there, for those of you that enjoy it. Yeah. Some of them. It's uh, pointing at you people. <laughs> Only some of them. It's been a while since I've actually had an IPA, I think. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I've been drinking a lot of fucking stouts and lagers and dark beer. Like, <laughs> who are you? Is it, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So yeah, it's been a while since I think I've had just like a straight up down the middle IPA. Huh. Um, this is, I like this though. I like this. Yeah. This is, it's, it's fruity. Um, yeah. It's fruity and creamy and vanilla-y and it calls it shot. Yeah, it definitely has. It does. Yeah, it, that, that offensive smell, whatever it is, doesn't show up in any way tasting yeah. it. Cause like Katie just said, it's very vanilla up front. Mm-hmm. And then it does taper off into the the bitter IPA back. Yeah, it does. But that's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's fine if you're not Adam. Right. So like the first half, I don't mind. Well, as much. And then the back half, it just, nah, not for me. Yeah. Not for me. It's, it's well crafted. It's fully delightful. See, other people like it. So for them, good for them. Good yeah. for you. Not for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering... Because we haven't had a lot of experience with it on the show, and I can't think of, uh, I still have, haven't had a single hopped beer with Sabro. But oh. like, there, I do get like a little bit of a coke, coconut flavor. Oh, they're gonna go with Coke. No, no, coconut flavor, coconut which is coke. which is a a tribute of Sabro. Mm-hmm. And I, but I also half wonder is that what's contributing to the the, the strong cleaner smell maybe oh maybe yeah. that would make sense yeah because i've heard i've heard a lot of polarizing tales about sabro but mm-hmm. i haven't really experienced sabro in a meaningful way well perhaps we need to reach out to one bobby nacho mm. Mm, maybe <laughs> i think oh, i think yeah. four points makes an unbranded sabro oh do they yeah oh, all right so they you could get a you can Think or they have made it in the past. I don't know if they will in the future. We'll write some emails. Yeah, but we'll talk to some people. We'll get Bashline in on this. It's it's not somebody. It's not a popular hop, is what I'm getting at. I can see why. Since its inception, it's not a popular (laughs) hop because of the coconut flavors, and then I think a lot of people don't, you know, obviously don't like coconut. Right. Me. Coconut is polarizing. But this doesn't really give me that strong coconut. I get the vanilla more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely getting the citra to a degree. Mm-hmm. But the vanilla is the strongest flavor for me. Yeah. I don't think it's overpowering the other ones, so. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it comes it comes off a little bit like a pina colada, but. I can see that vibe. Yeah, because yeah. it, it has, it still has that juicy fruitiness mm. but i get i just get the slightest hints and it's because of there's so much vanilla as well yeah like i get the slightest hints of like vanilla coconut followed by fruitiness followed by hop bitter so yeah it's a it's a interesting beer i would drink more of it i just do not love that smell though <laughs> it, you don't have to smell it you just have to drink it that's yeah it smells off-putting so it's yeah. like if you kind of pinch your nose in a way right <laughs> do, well do the reverse of what some tasters would do. And some tasters, you know, they open their nose as they quaff their beer. Yes. Well, and the other thing is when you first smelled it, you had no idea what the taste was going to be. Right. So now that you know what you're getting into, you don't have to worry about that anymore. You don't have right. to, you know, try to pick it apart or decipher it or anything like that. Now you can just enjoy it. Yeah. Now that now I know how it goes. <laughs> but nom, 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 nom. It was off putting at first. But eh, what else? Good for you, Rough Tail. There you go. You did the thing. <laughs> what you got for us? So what I have is, uh, you know, if you've listened to past state episodes that we've done, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's been a while since we've done one proper, uh, I, we tried to do a little bit of a history and background on the state and, you know, how their beer culture came to be. Because every state's different. And yeah. I actually found that 
uh, Oklahoma has a more interesting one than just German immigrants showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Did like, that happen though? No, not sure. really. Okay. See, that's why then I found it. I still it, don't understand why there's so much German exactly. restaurants. Yeah, that's right. why I found it interesting when you said that there's a there appears to be a big German culture because it doesn't seem like they had an effect on the beer. Huh. Um, and maybe that maybe it came later that they showed up later, but for the most part, a lot of states are, you know, the mid 1800s. Hmm. Fucking Germans show up, <laughs> start making lagers. Then prohibition happens. And then nobody makes beer. And then at some point in the 80s, somebody sets up a brew pub. <laughs> that seems, that's kind of the basic breakdown for a lot of states. <laughs> but Oklahoma is com- uh, almost completely different from that. I'm actually genuinely curious now. Yeah. Let's do so, it. So let's start with, uh, let's kind of start with the overall general stats of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, these numbers aren't up to date because they're off the Brewers Association and they kind of reflect 2020. That'll so, happen. Yeah, they're, they're not up to date on their things. But uh, Oklahoma comes in at 34th in the union with number of breweries. Oh. They have 67 breweries oh. <laughs> for the entire state. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> Which is double double West Virginia. That is true. <laughs> so good for them there. And it, if you go back to 2014, they only had 10. Oh no! So it's an explosion. That is an explosion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my friend did say that there's that it's like especially the last five years it's mm-hmm. gotten really big. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, you can definitely see the uptrend. Like if you go on the uh, like Brewers Association website, mm. they have a little graph, and it's like 2011, 10 breweries. 2012, 10 breweries. <laughs> 2013, 10 breweries. <laughs> and if you go pre 2011, it's less breweries. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it, it's exploded to 67. Great. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it puts them at uh, 2.4 uh, breweries or, yeah, 2.4 breweries per capita. Okay. So there's still like 39th in that. So they actually right. go down. Yeah. Still better than Georgia. Yeah. Uh, they do 76,000 barrels a year. Uh, it, it, all of them? The yeah, all of them together. Oh, okay, <laughs> good for them. Yeah, all of them together. That puts try hard. Uh, for reference, PA is forty-one times larger than that. <laughs> but then again, that's Yingling that's, bump. Yeah, yeah, uh, and we're number two in the union because uh, we put out three point one million. So just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit bigger. But they're still trying. They're doing their best. Good state yeah. tries hard. Um, so. To get into the history of Oklahoma, uh, they are obviously a Midwest state, and their history is a little different from other states, especially like 13 colonies and Mm -hmm. shit like that. Uh, They didn't become a state till 1907. Whoa. They were one of the last. Yeah. They they didn't jump right in. Uh, Up until that point, though, they were split into what was called at the time Indian Territory Mm -hmm. uh, and the Oklahoma Territory. So the Oklahoma Territory was... So when you say Indian Territory, that's like a proper noun Indian Territory. That was the name of the territory. That was the name. Yeah, that's why I said of the time. Yeah, I was was just making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understood. But yeah, it was... So like the Oklahoma Territory was U.S.-owned land. Mm -hmm. And basically, uh, like, I believe there there was another native tribe that was part of the Oklahoma Territory. And then the Indian Territory was multiple native tribes. 
uh, including the Cherokee and uh, Choctaw. Okay. Yeah, I need the Choctaws. Yeah, Choctaw is pretty important. We'll get into them in a minute. Um, but yeah, uh, 1907, they entered the Union as a state, and they entered as a dry state. Oh, no. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> Not off to a good start. Yeah, Rude. they started off in prohibition <laughs> because it was illegal to sell any kind of intoxicants mm. in the uh, in the Indian territory. Oh, oh, I and, didn't know that. Yeah, and there was just like a huge Protestant prohibition um, uh, contingency hmm. in the Oklahoma territory. Huh. So it's like one place you couldn't sell, the other place didn't want. <laughs> so at that point it, it kind of just made itself yeah and then the panhandle was weird i don't <laughs> there's a weird history behind the panhandle that okay. i didn't get into in much fairness but. what panhandle isn't weird you're right uh that's a very good point yeah they're yeah. all weird yeah they're all weird we're looking at you florida and west virginia <laughs> man that tallahassee's <laughs> crazy it's a tallahassee yeah wow you like that? No, uh, moving not on. Really. <laughs> <laughs> not, not terribly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they uh, they didn't uh, yeah, they didn't have uh, really any beer or alcohol when they entered the union. Uh, obviously, prohibition came along, and they were okay with that. <laughs> Just keep right on trucking. <laughs> yeah, uh, they didn't even bother bother to vote to ratify uh, the twenty first amendment when it came along. Like they were just kind of like dragging their feet. Oh. And Utah beat them to ratifying it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because Utah was, uh, I believe Utah was the last state to ratify mm-hmm. that made it a federal. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, Oklahoma just dragged their feet on that. Well, they, it, didn't, it didn't affect them one way or another. They didn't care. Right. Yeah. So, they, you know, more or less were dragged kicking and screaming <laughs> uh, into 1933. <laughs> and then 1933, there were laws passed to bring back beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, hard liquor, though. That didn't come back till 1959. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and we've talked about it in the past, uh, specifically like a couple years ago when 3-2 was basically ended. Yes. Uh, you know, Oklahoma was a 3-2 state. Mm-hmm. So like when all that ended in at the end of 2019, you know, I'm sure we talked about it. But yeah, uh, Oklahoma was right along with, you know, all that feet dragging again. <laughs> To allow grocery stores to sell something higher in ABV than 4.0. <laughs> or actual beer, as Steve. That's says. right. Or actual or beer. Real beer. So, yeah, uh, they had a lot of laws, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and one of those laws, they did have, even though they were a mostly prohibition state, they had a provision for dispensary. Oh, and, and they could dispense alcohol oh. as medicine. Okay. However, it just didn't work out really well. So, like by 1911, that was fucking. It's, it was moot. <laughs> yeah, it was a moot point, and they just got rid of it because, again, if there's laws, somebody's gonna break them. <laughs> That's right. Especially if there's white claws. <laughs> yeah. Well, there weren't white claws. There was no Choctaws. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's the interesting history, and I think it's a lot of appropriation and stealing if you really get into it. But there, uh, there is something in Oklahoma called chalk beer. Okay. And chalk beer is supposedly a recipe taken from the Choctaw natives. It, it's an interesting uh, recipe because it's not 
lagers. Okay. <laughs> then what is it? It is unfiltered wheat beer. Oh, see, I'm in, I'm into that. Yeah. So they like, again, most of the time when we learn about this, it's Germans moving into a place Mm -hmm. doing fucking loggers. Right. (laughs) But I guess the the Choctaw, they had and the other native tribes, Mm -hmm. but they just ascribed it to the Choctaw and then called it chalk beer. And by they, I mean the Italians. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) I'll get to them. Okay, I'll get to them. (laughs) I mean, who else is breaking the laws other than Italians? No, but. (laughs) Nope. Don't. Nope. Anyways. But they did. (laughs) Continue. Uh, Apparently, chalk beer was a form of unfiltered wheat beer that also included, like, a lot of uh, fruits. Mm -hmm. And just, be, I guess, because of the unrefined way it was made, a lot of it came in underneath 3-2. Gotcha. They just didn't have the efficiencies. Right. It wasn't a fully efficient beer, but Mm -hmm. also... What you find is there were a lot of Italian immigrants okay. who moved into Oklahoma. And they they moved into Oklahoma for, like, oil and coal mining. Okay. And Which so, I didn't know there was a lot of coal mining in Oklahoma. There was at the time. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Oil, obviously. Yeah. Oil, obviously. But, yeah, I had no idea that there was uh, coal mines there. Yeah. Sooners are people who moved west to mine before everyone else. That's That's where the name come from, y'all. I did not know that. That's what a Sooner is. They're huh. the first ones showing up. They're Sooner than everyone else. Ah. Eh. Uh, that's a good history lesson, though. I didn't is, know that. Is the boomer- Some guy from Oklahoma told me that. <laughs> I have not fact-checked it at okay. all. <laughs> well, I won't either. I'll spread that. Is the boomer part the dynamite blasting the mines? Ah, with their white new balances. I don't know where boomer came from. I mean, the name is just Sooners. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what boomer... Well, that's by God, JR called it the boomer Sooners. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes, he did. But uh, yeah, there is one Italian immigrant in particular. <laughs> this is going somewhere. It's going somewhere. <laughs> it's calling out one guy. It's kind of important because it's still the oldest, in a way, uh, brew uh, pub in the state. Okay. Uh, but there, is, there was an Italian immigrant by the name of Pietro Piegari. Okay. Pietro Piegari, and he was a coal miner, and then his leg got crushed in an accident. Aye. So he wasn't a coal miner anymore, and then he moved on to brewing chalk beer. Okay. And he basically did it illegally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he opened he uh, he opened a restaurant called Pete's Place. Okay. And it, he essentially changed his name to Pete Pritchard to uh, more assimilate with his Protestant masters. So. <laughs> okay. Well, he's Italian, so obviously he's a agent of Roma and the you know the Pope that would destroy America. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? This is old timey racism. It's best we just let him press on. You know, you're right. You're but right. I'm not engaging. Yeah, that's probably no, the just smart let it, play. Just let him. It's good. It's good old timey history racism. Get into um. You just the claimed se- that there's a good racism. <laughs> Well, yeah, for the against the Italians. Shit, I, I engaged. <laughs> you did. Yeah. You did it. You, I tricked you. He pulled you right oh, in. Okay. <laughs> Get in. Um, but watch the fourth season of Fargo. Okay. There's a there's a lot of this and that. With Should uh, we watch the other three or just the fourth just one? The, well, you can watch the other three too. Yeah, they're all great. But mm. uh, this this one deals a lot. It uh, deals a lot with like Italian and um, Irish mobsters getting into uh, finding power. It's like the first. Episode. That's a goddamn bloodbath. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
it's, it's no good. matter the state. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Pietro opens Pete's place, mm-hmm. and he is brewing. Uh, he's brewing chalk beer illegally throughout. You know, yeah. <laughs> throughout prohibition, he goes to jail a couple times for it. Oh, uh, shit happens. There is there were reports that when he would run out of chalk beer, uh, he would take home brews ah, okay. <laughs> to fill orders. Nice. And the problem with taking home brews is the uh, it's not you know regulated very no. well, uh-huh. <laughs> especially when it's illegal. <laughs> and there are some I'm seeing where the jail happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also some wild stories of the things that you know the the less scrupulous would put into their beers. Oh, rock gut. Yeah, there's a apparently some people would use tobacco. Ugh. Some people would just goose it with moonshine. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, as one does. Yeah, and then some people would throw in fishberry. The hell is fishberry? That's what I said. So I had to do a fucking research on that. Oh, here we go. Fishberry is called fishberry because it's used for fishing. Okay, it's a type of poisonous plant. That you could toss into lakes and streams, uh-huh. and then the fish would eat them, and then it would stun them. Oh. Yeah. That's ass- That's asshole fishing. Yes, it is. It's <laughs> asshole fishing. <laughs> apparently, apparently, it uh, has a lot of mimics to strychnine. Oh, okay. Yeah. To peoples, to fishes, or to both? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it's not as fully poisonous as strychnine. So it's like a strict six. Right. So okay. it's so this is kind of like the early version of cutting coke with fentanyl. Oh Christ! <laughs> because this is going off the rails. Coke. Get it? Rails? Well, every, uh, <laughs> everybody's everybody's cutting everything with fentanyl right now. Yeah, that guy that killed Mac Miller accidentally got what twenty two years or something. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. just happened. Yeah, the fentanyl's finding its way in everything, not just. That's a whole world I don't get into. Yeah, yeah. everybody I know who smokes gets it from dispensaries, and I'm glad for it. Mm-hmm. Stay safe, my friends. It's not great. Uh, but this is an early version of that because they're essentially goosing their uh, shitty 3-2 beer Yeah. with, uh, it, again, the, the fish berries are poisonous, but like in a lower tolerance dose, it'll, it'll get you loopy. It'll like make you, because mm-hmm. it was a bit of like a stimulant. Gotcha. So it'll make your head swim, make you a little silly. Mm. It'll get you drunk. The quicker. fish berry will make your head swim. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> Again, Pete kept Pete's place open through mm. prohibition and, you know, through dealings with the police. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very gentle way of putting it. Yeah. Dealings with the police. Dealings with the police. Uh, he, he passed it on to his son, Bill. Mm. And his son, Bill, kept it open till like 1981. Again, there's still just like a lot of pushback about, you know, selling alcohol and all that. And mm. there were dealings with the police and it stayed open until there was a bit of investigative journalism that shut them down in 1981. Oh. Rude. Yeah. Uh, Bill did pass it on to his son, Joe, though, mm-hmm. and it was reopened in 1995 as a brew pub. No, oh, And okay. it's been open since. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So I, I, as far as I can tell, it's the oldest you know, running brewery okay. in Oklahoma. A lot of the other breweries I found. Sorry, did you say where in Oklahoma? Uh, I believe it's right. It's in Krebs. That's a place. Yeah, I'm sure it, it is. Yeah, it's in Krebs, Oklahoma is where it's at. Okay. All yeah. right. Note to self, Google. Yeah, Google Krebs. <laughs> okay. But that's where it is. All right. Thank you. They <laughs> still sell a version of chalk beer today. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh. No, it's just, yeah, they, they sell a version of chalk beer. It's a 4% unfiltered wheat. Oh, okay yeah. then. Yeah, you're not going to find fucking fish berries and tobacco, tobacco in it. but <laughs> Appreciate. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they may have even stripped out more of like the fruits and things like that. Mm. It's just more of a straight down the middle unfiltered wheat. So okay. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the other breweries that came around after Prohibition uh, didn't really last too long. Like there, there's not a long history of like any big company hanging out and lasting. There was uh, the Oklahoma Beer Company. Mm. Uh, there was Aaron's, which is A H R E N S. All right, Aaron's. Okay. And Progress. They all opened in 1933-34, mm-hmm. but none of them really lasted. Uh, Lone Star had a small stint from 60 to 71. Oh, okay. Lone yeah. Star. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Heard of them. So it was like, I, I think that's probably from like Lone Star expanding in the 60s. But mm-hmm. then if they closed up in 71, that's probably like when shit was getting consolidated. Right. Yeah. That bunch of buy up of brands. There, I did find one that was kind of interesting simply because of where I found confirmation of its existence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it it would have been the oldest. But uh, it's called Gerhard Weiler's Brewing Company. Okay. So that sounds German to me. So it's probably the only (laughs) that and Aaron's may be the only like German, you know, uh, existence. All right. Uh, But this one opened in 1895. Oh, all right. But it closed like a couple years later. But I I found uh, I found like a, a, a license for it on old breweries. And then just trying to Google more about it because it was the oldest. Mm-hmm. The only thing, other thing I found was like an announcement in the American Elevator and Grain Trade magazine from 1895. <laughs> and they have a bunch of listings of breweries oh. that, that opened up because they all, you know, obviously employed some sort of um, elevator and grain mm-hmm. fucking technology. The magazine's got to be a real page turner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh it's it's just like a lot of ads about like steam powered fucking. I would genuinely read that. Yeah, I'm sure you. I would, would check that out. I'm sure you would, and you can find it. But yeah, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's all I can find on this. But <laughs> but it did exist. It was a thing, and it's just 1895. This opened. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Uh, moving into the future, uh, it, again, it's not. Uh, it's not very populated. All the all the crazy laws and just the general distaste for alcohol did not seem to interest anybody. <laughs> until? Until I think you see uh, places pop up. Marshall. Okay. Which is probably one of the more prominent ones you would find in Oklahoma itself. Mm-hmm. Opened in 2008. Uh, I just, I like, I read an article about, like, they had their Oklahoma Craft Beer Awards. Marshall took home the most. Oh, right. So on. it seems like they they've just been doing kind of the classic styles for a long time. Yeah, yeah they've been at it. After that, you have Coop, which opens up in ni- uh, two thousand nine. Yeah, Coop. Oh, is wow. Everywhere. Yeah. So I mean, I, and I know you can get it outside of Oklahoma, which is why I was hesitant to bring any Coop back with me. Mm. Yeah, I don't. But we haven't had him on the show, mm-hmm. so that's fine. Mm, yeah. We still haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, Coop opens in 2009, and Coop is uh, where Chase Healy gets his start. Who is Chase Healy? Chase Healy and his brother are the founders and owners of Prairie Artisan Ales. Nice. Uh. So Chase gets his start at Coop and then moves on to Prairie Artisan in 2012. Nice. And where where is Prairie based out of? 
Oklahoma City. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Coop, Oklahoma City. Uh, Coop and Prairie Artisan are Oklahoma City. Most things are in uh, Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. There is a co-op brewing uh, kind of like space, or at least there was at one point, that was, uh, I, I believe it was Anthem and maybe Rough Tail. Okay. And Red Bud. And then uh, Mustang bought it to keep it running. So then Mustang joined in that cooperative. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So there, there was like, uh, there was like a burgeoning scene, and like they seem to have supported themselves. Mm. I think now at this point, maybe everybody is on their own. They got their yeah. own space. They're yeah. doing their own thing. Yeah. And I saw Anthem um, several places. Yeah. So they're definitely still yeah. doing okay. Yeah. Anthem's another. I I found like an old. Um, the same way like we have Pittsburgh City Mag. Mm-hmm. I found an old Oklahoma City Mag. Oh, okay. And it like did a profile of the 10 breweries. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> at the time, because it oh, was boy. from 2014. And like, it, you know, Prairie was in it, Anthem, Black Mesa, mm-hmm. uh, Marshall. And uh, one of the things like, because it was still so early in Prairie's uh, lifespan, there was like mention of how like they, they had like one brewing space, but they also did contract brewing with uh, Pete's Place. Oh, okay. So I guess, so I guess huh. like Pete's Place, despite any misgivings you may have about uh, taking uh, taking a beer from like a native. <laughs> right. <laughs> like taking a native name and like passing it generations down and being Italian. <laughs> That's You don't love that, but it seems like they've helped a lot of people get Good. their, you know, get their start and get their footing. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, because it, it seems like, or at least around these parts, Prairie is the only uh, oh, yeah. brewery from Oklahoma uh, that anybody knows about. Oh, yeah. Beyond that, it, it's all kind of a mystery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Prairie's obviously the big name in our parts. But, you know, I we're finding you know, the beers that we've had so far not terrible. and Not at all. Yeah. Katie, for the style, for at the least. Style. <laughs> Katie doesn't seem to have hated what she, you know, she wouldn't have brought things back if she hated them, so... <laughs> Unless she really wanted to dunk on Oklahoma for some reason. <laughs> uh, it'd more be like a retaliation for making me drink purple pickle beer. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I just, actually, I almost brought you a jar of Martin House pickles. And it was like, it was such a large, I was like, there's no way I'm getting that home. Like even a checked bag, it was. Too big. Yeah. But I mean, I, I saw it and I was like, oh, I should get that. And then I was like, hmm. Let me see if there's a smaller one. I couldn't find a smaller one. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Adam, you want some more? I do not. Okay. I have no desire. You can All right. f- You can finish that. You sure? Yes. You can have it. <laughs> nope. You sure? Mm-mm. All right. Uh-uh. Nope. I will, be, I will be a good host and let the guest host drink the rest of it. <laughs> uh, I know in past episodes, we've done things about like the medals one at yes. GABF. Uh-huh. What? Ah, uh, it doesn't really happen too much ah. in Oklahoma. How about Prairie? Nothing? No, not really, no. Huh. Pra- uh, as far as I can tell, Prairie has won no GABF medals. Is there I not th- a category for super sugary food <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Huh. Well, there should be. But uh, How like- many ways can you make a beer with Oreos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Not no, in there? No. Okay. Current record is eight. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pete's Place has like won two in the past, mm-hmm. like back in 2008 2009 because again they're so old school that they've been around right so they i think they won for doppelbach and maybe even the chalk chalk beer hmm, okay and then i think recently they, there was another brewery that won one medal on a random 2018 huh, all <laughs> yeah. right 
So they're not dragging the medals in yet, but, you know, when you consider they only have 67 breweries. Right, and they've exploded in the last five years with right, that. Right, They'll so, get there. Yeah, they'll get in there. Stay tuned for Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma <laughs> City, on the rise. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Cool. Let's get back to the rough tale. Oh, it's so good. The dripping. dripping. Adam's dripping. crazy. This is true. It's But so also good. right. Nope. Nope. Not a fan. Hard enjoy. It's still, it's still stink bad, but. Oh, it tastes so good though. Still tastes like pina colada. So I, I don't get either of those things. Well, (laughs) (laughs) no pina, no colada, no pinor, no colador, no stinkor, none of that. None of it. Y'all can enjoy it. You go right ahead. All right, Ed. Ed. Yeah. Tasty. Ed, Ed, Nettie. I, I, I would be happier if. It didn't smell off. Just don't smell it. I can't help it. It's like a gym bag. Just don't smell it. Oh, that's gross. What? Ew. It does not smell like a gym bag. No, it does not. (laughs) I won't say that. Yeah, that feet beer. Feet beer. There's just just something a little medicinal or industrial about it. But other than that, yeah, it's an enjoyable drink. All right, then. What do you say? We take a break, get another one. Uh We do something a little fun. Okay. Not that we haven't already. Am I going to lose a game? Coming right up, segment three. Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on The Porch. Segment three, coming at you. Hop Nation 145. Those are all sorts of numbers. 245. 245. Where have I been? 2020, apparently. You're trying to short us by 100. 100? That'd be two plus. That'd That'd be almost two years. 100. 100. (laughs) Yeah, I said 2020. That would be 2020. So that put, oh, no, I don't want to go there. You don't want to start like late winter, early spring 2020? No. Was that a bad time? It was a bad time. Something happened then? Everybody had a bad time. Is that because that's when I get deployed and then you just miss me for five months? That is exactly what what happened. Emotional damage. (laughs) (laughs) Emotional damage. Uh, So let's, let's salve those wounds. 245. Moving on. 245 with a new beer from. Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Where? Oklahoma. I'm Come so on, glad do, nobody's do been singing. <laughs> in a big way? Yeah, do it in the big way. The what, stage way. In no. the Broadway way? No, please don't. I won't. <laughs> I thought about it, then I thought better of it. I don't sing. Neither do I. That doesn't mean it'll stop me. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. But uh, we are going to a brewery that we actually talked about in the last segment. Uh-huh. I was wrong. Well, no, you weren't wrong. Well, I said I didn't bring any coop because I forgot that I did because I right. knew the other beer that I brought that I gave Adam was Anthem. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But yeah. So this I is from Coop. Coop. Yeah. Oklahoma City. Uh-huh. This is their dinner. No? No, DNR. it's DNR. Do not resuscitate. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try over? No. Okay. I, I meant to do that. <laughs> Not the COVID brain. <laughs> I meant to do that. But no, this is a Belgian strong dark ale. Uh-huh. If you're into that sort of thing. Am. He was. Yeah, it's Belgian. Strong. 10% A is and the B is and the V is. Is yeah. that the strong part? And 30 IBUs, which is, uh, I think that's, you know, that's good for everybody here. Balancing. Yes. <laughs> You're going to be okay. That's right. We're we're coming back to the Shire with this. 
Oh, boy. I don't want to do any more Mordor. We're back in the Shire. Everything's cool. <laughs> We're all in our grass hut things. I don't speak whatever that is. Dork. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Wow. Uh, I think it's good. vaguely a Tolkien reference. It was a Tolkien art reference. Okay. Yes. Uh, so there you either, go. It was either that or Game of Thrones. So no, I was like, I've, I've never like watched Game of Thrones. Hodor? I don't know. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Never watched it. Neither don't come for me. I don't watch those shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's cool. But no, uh, this Here's is a new Marvel. I'll nerd out all day. <laughs> I'm not, I don't get into that either. It's okay to be wrong. Don't worry about all it. All right. Then. Anyway. All right. DNR. Belgo. Yeah. Let's get into it. Okay. It smells like beer candy. It does. Yeah. This is uh Belgian. Big Belgian. Big, big Belgian. Definitely smells like beer candy. Looks like a Belgian. It's pretty clear, actually. That actually is, yes. Yeah. I would agree. It's yeah. clear. Is it syrupy? Yeah, it looks pretty light, actually. Yeah, it doesn't look too, too syrupy. It has uh, almost like a maple syrup mm-hmm. color to it, though. Real. Yeah. Real, not... Yeah, not, not... Not that stuff you stick in the microwavable bottle. Right. <laughs> trash? You mean trash? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to gonna nice. lie. I like the butter flavored ones. Okay. Sue I, do, me. I do as well. <laughs> I do like the butter flavored ones. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be snooty when it comes to maple syrup. That's because you're from a land where it's plentiful. It is plentiful. <laughs> <laughs> We're not all from Canada. Okay. It just flows from the trees. That is strong. Ooh, I like that. Same. Uh, I really like that beer. This was bought with y'all in mind. Yeah. Uh, bought well. Bought well. Mm-mm-mm. Well, again, this is how Katie wasn't trying to get us back for anything. <laughs> she was being nice. Playing nice. Yeah. And thank you for that. Yeah. But this is a, yeah, it's very, very sweet, but it's also just full bodied. It's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's definitely not syrupy and it is sweet, but I don't think it's too sweet. It's not that hurt your teeth sweet. Mm-hmm. No. It's got that kind of raisiny Belgian, mm-hmm. you know, that you would expect from a Belgian. Yeah. It's just right. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not too, too raisiny, but it's also. Um, you can taste that it is 10%. Yes. That's okay. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's not complete burn you out gasoline, <laughs> but it does announce itself. Yes. <laughs> I don't like alcohol forward beers and this is not bothering me. Hmm. There you go. Wasn't yeah. there something I didn't like because it was alcohol forward and then somebody wanted to crucify me for it? Yes. It was me on the worldwide utopias. <laughs> That's right. I thought Dennis was more mad than you were. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He maybe was. I don't there. recall. <laughs> Whatever. It was more for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Well, I just, you know, it's mine. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> it's it's like, you know, when people say you know, your favorite thing is bad and it makes you upset. It don't hurts say, you on the inside. Yeah, don't say my favorite thing I literally bad. don't care if somebody hates my favorite thing because then it's just more for me. I try not to, but sometimes. Unless you hate my dog, I'll fucking fight you. <laughs> See? Well, Worldwide Utopias is my dog. <laughs> my friends like my dog better than me. It's a real non-issue. I think most people are not as liked as their pets. My dog mm. is just amazing. Yeah, like everybody can get along with pets. Yeah. No, yeah. there's definitely pets I hate. There's some shitty Legit pets. Legit pets I there's hate. There's some shitty pets out there, but that's because they're raised shitty. That's usually why I hate yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not why we're here. <clears throat> No, we're not here for shitty pets. We're here for <laughs> we're good, good pets and good beer. It is time to play a game. Yeah, what's Katie gonna lose? Nothing, Woo-hoo. because there are no points to this game. Oh, we are playing. Whose line? Nobody asked you. Oh, oh. 
We are playing uh, a game of nobody asked you. What that means is we scour the internet. Wait, was I supposed to Google questions? You were not. Oh, good. No, I didn't. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Because I didn't do. <laughs> I got I didn't you. Do that thing I wasn't supposed to do. Well, you you did the exact correct amount of work, which was none. I did a lot of work today. Well, I meant on this. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, w- what we do here is we scour the internet for questions that was not directed towards us, and then we answer them for ourselves. Uh-huh. We've done it before. Uh-huh. We're going to do it again. Uh-huh. Tits. What? Tits. Tits. Yes. So this that's one. That's my answer to all the questions, oh, actually. All right. <laughs> I'm done. I will see you guys later. All right, then. Well, that's going to make for an interesting round. Uh, <laughs> first question, relatively easy one. Uh, this comes from Snow Crash Triple Zero off of the Beer Advocate Forums. They simply ask, do you clean your cans before drinking? If it looks sh- 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 like schmutzy. Had, what? What? <laughs> like the, when the top of the can, like yeah. that little groove on the lip. Do you clean it off before you drink it? But my cans aren't dirty like that. My cans sit in the fridge and they don't. Get but they could be dirty before you pick them well, up. Yeah, it could be yeah. dirty from the store. Usually, well, see, if I see it at the store, I don't take that can. I find a different can. Ah, <laughs> I did see a bottle of Prairie in Oklahoma that was under about three inches of dust, and I was like, "You live here now." Yeah, um, I don't even. I don't even want to pick you up to see the date. <laughs> You're now a Goodbye. statue. <laughs> I, I saw. Where the fuck did I see that recently? I think it was like maybe Moon Eagle or something, and it was like cans out of a six pack, and it's just like it was obvious something had exploded. Oh, um, and it like that'll was, happen. There was a cake of a stout. On a beer that was not a stout. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a film of a dark beer on oh, top of a not dark sake. beer. Rent your like, merchandise <laughs> off. <laughs> well, I just take that to the back. Yeah, just, just write it off. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm not having that. Yeah, give that <laughs> to the deli crew. So I get. So I guess yes, I would wash it off if I ever picked up trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> trash cans. <laughs> yeah, if it appears dusty or if there's something, I mean, I don't really. Let's not say wash. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it looked that severe that I had to wash it, I probably just throw it under the tap real quick. But usually, it's just like my thumb, or I'll blow dust off of it, or I'll use my t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much the same way. If I don't have a reason to, I don't. Yeah, that was easy. Everybody wins that round. Woo-hoo. Congratulations, go me, buddy. So this one uh, comes from <coughs> Todd. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's their username. Is Thanks, Todd. Todd on, on the Beer Advocate. The only thing is worse just, than Todd is, it, is Chad. Is it just Todd Ilstrom, the guy who owns Beer I Advocate? I think it is, actually, okay. yeah. Oh. I mean, oh. he was there first, so he could pick whatever name he yeah. wanted. So he just yeah. went with Todd. Yeah, he can be Todd without being Todd 1 or Todd X. Or <laughs> Not Todd. to be confused with MySpace Tom. Right. Everybody's friend. Uh, but Todd asks... Has inflation impacted your beer budget? Obviously, we're seeing increases in inflation and prices and all that good stuff. Yeah. But has that affected your beer budget or beer buying habits? I feel like I haven't seen it yet. Really? Yeah. I've seen it. Okay. <laughs> I haven't. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Okay. I, I have no idea. Oh, all right. I haven't been drinking that much beer because I've been just enjoying my scotch collection. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, okay. Um, if there's a beer that I want, I just buy it. I haven't looked at the tag on the shelf, so I don't know mm-hmm. per se. Um, if I go out and I have a beer, I I don't think they're that much higher. 
I mean, at worst, you're looking at six bucks instead of five fifty. I'm not really feeling that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like my last big buy was at Vintage, mm-hmm. and like generally, just when I go to Vintage, I have a don't pay more than fucking six a can, right? Mm-hmm. And like even I guess probably buying in Ohio. One thing I noticed is like they had a whole bunch of those fucking imprint goof ass glue clops, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so those goof ass glue clops, they were like seven twenty nine a can. Expensive. Yeah. But it's more like at Creekside. Okay. Sorry, Creekside. <laughs> but they sell them for more. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, well, it's still cheaper here. So <laughs> when you buy a can at Creekside. Mm-hmm. Because it's not ready to drink as it would be draft at industry. Is the honorado tax on that? I believe not at Creekside. Because like if they you don't think buy they're it, Allegheny. No, but I, think, I mean, if you buy something, at, if you just buy like a can, mm-hmm. because you don't see that on the receipt. So maybe that's built into the price. I think it's built. Which I think, might be why we see enough of a difference between... Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh well, versus Vintage. Well, yeah. I mean, I've definitely talked about it as far as if you compare JRs to, um, what is it, House of Beers? Yeah. <clears throat> Aaron yeah, Robinson. You, yeah. If you compare House of Brews to JRs. I do love me some House of Brews, though. Yeah. Like, their their prices are different. And, like, JRs is always cheaper. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. because they're in Beaver County. So, yeah, I definitely assume that they pay less. The, the honor auto tax is... It's higher up in the chain for distributors. Right. Yeah. That's a local drink tax for us from Mm -hmm. a former, what was he? County commissioner? County executive? I don't know. I just know that when he passed it, every bar in Pittsburgh hung a sign with his face on it and said, this man's not allowed in. Right. (laughs) So... Dickhead ain't welcome. There you go. (laughs) His career one didn't last much longer after that. Lord knows if he's even still in this city. No idea. Yeah. Uh, But uh, I'm the same way as you guys. Uh... I, I just buy what I want and I haven't bought that much lately. Mm-hmm. So yeah. doesn't really matter. I don't yeah. really have a beer budget. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I just, I just go cheese and budget. Cheese no. budget. <laughs> <laughs> cheese budget is also kind of like, mm, don't pay more than $5 for seven ounces. Working but on then I can make, <laughs> if I can make like, if I can make a thing of cheese last for three meals, mm. I'm good with that. Yeah. So agreed. <laughs> Although there are times where you just need to have some just snack cheese. Oh, yeah. But I mean, yeah, snack oh, cheese I, I for got, three meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got plenty of snack cheese. Snack. I got apple pie cheddar. Oh. It's good. Oh, we're going to talk later. All right. I got some good Irish cheddar from the Aldi. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Aldi does cheese right. They do. Yeah. Their their charcuterie game is surprisingly strong. Are there Although, any questions about cheese? I have lots of opinions <laughs> on <about> cheese. <laughs> Although, I'll give you a heads up about one to What's that? avoid. It's a, it's a fucking goat cheese with a cocoa-dusted rind. Huh. Oh, I was expecting more out of it. Mm-hmm. It I, tastes pretty fucking bland, and it's like squeaky, but not in a fun way. Oh. See, like a good, I like a good goat cheese. Yeah, but with a cocoa dusting, that doesn't sound. Yeah. like yeah. I would pick it up. Right, and it wasn't like it wasn't as creamy as I wanted, and it was just kind of, yeah. like it just doesn't work. And then it got moldy faster than all my oh. other cheeses. And like I keep my cheeses separate. Mm-hmm. I keep yeah. them in little sandwich bags after I open them up. Same, same. And this one got fucking moldy as hell, mm. like really quick. And I was like, rude, bullshit cheese. This is out of here. Off the fucking list. Off the list. Not never again. Uncool cheese. Uncool. They're uh, 
Their jalapeno Havarti, though. Ooh. That's a good one. Noted. I, I got to get under that oldies then. Yeah. Also, if you make your own little breakfast egg cups. Yeah. Or like the sous vide egg bites or whatever. Aldi has a shredded Gruyere. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Gruyere is great. So anyway, that was our um, dissertation on cheese. <laughs> what is our next question? Our next question <laughs> is, what is your most hated beer term? Oh, drain pour. <laughs> drain pour is the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, that's not a great one. Because even even if you it. don't like lit, and because it's the caveat is how people use it. If you tell me you hated a beer so much that you just poured it down the drain because you couldn't finish it, or just say I can't finish it, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But some of you will just post a picture of this can or whatever, and then the freaking top comment, all capital letters with an exclamation point, drain pour. Yeah. Dude, calm the fuck down. Not everybody has your opinion. Yeah. Just relax about it. Yeah, that's obnoxious. It <laughs> is. Just don't go on to beer Facebook or Maybe beer Twitter. more than hating drain pour, I hate the egotistical and attitudeness of the people who use the phrase. Yeah. Gatekeeping. Yeah, gatekeeping that's and just general like... Uh, snobbery. Yeah, snobbery. Yucking people's yums. My mm. pretentious opinion's better than your pretentious <laughs> opinion. Calm down, Karen. We're all gonna get there. I, I mean, yeah. I, I guess I probably do hate drain pour more, but I'll take shelfie as the next. Okay. Yeah. You hate shelfie? <laughs> I don't love it. It's because again, it get, a lot of the time it's misapplied. I think of shelfie as a beer that has been abandoned and left on the shelf for far too long right like mm -hmm. it's just forgotten about right but i've is seen that it, wrong no you're not wrong in that. okay and, and like i think it's okay but uh, i've seen it applied more often than not to just any beer that people don't like like it, that's wrong yeah yeah i think i've seen it misappropriated mm -hmm. like if a beer was skunked and you're like maybe it was a shelfie and you didn't notice right. that's the only context i can see my brain right 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 Using that because although I'm if I see that it's a shelfie at the store, I'm not taking it home. Yeah, I've seen, but I've seen it more often than not applied to just beers that aren't popular anymore. Like, so they mean leave it on the shelf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, make it a shelfie. Right, right, right. It is now below you. Yeah, it's now it's not. That's on par with drain pour. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it used that way. Like, and so one way I've seen it, which isn't completely you know, offensive in that way, but I've seen like founders refer to as shelfie mm -hmm. anymore. Cause honestly, yeah. well, kind of yeah. is. Cause we don't yeah. support racism. But right. But it, well, Adam and I don't. <laughs> 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 Apparently if it's old enough, Steve's okay. If it's against Italians, it's not racist. Mm. <laughs> it's not. They're white <laughs> and I'm white and I'm Catholic. So I can. <laughs> anyway, next question. What do you got? And this question comes from me. This is my question. You? Uh -huh. Personally? Me. I wrote it. Uh -huh. Adam of Hop Nation. Yes. Wrote this question. I wrote this question. Did you post it on the internet? No. Then it doesn't count. Ah. I'm running the show here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to post it. All right. I'll put it up later. Yeah. yeah. You know you won't. You're right. I and, won't. And, and break your I, will, I haven't uh, posted on social media or the internet in 16 you just years. put it up on Reddit. What's yeah. the matter with you? <laughs> yeah. I have posted on Reddit within the last year. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah. It wasn't exciting. I've I think been, it was a picture. I fall into Reddit holes periodically. It was a picture of bread. Anyways, that's exciting. The question is: If you had to give any beer style the IPA treatment of overwhelming a tap list, 
what would it be and why? And this is referencing... I want it to overwhelm the tap list. Yes. Okay. Where we have this scourge on America where tap lists are absolutely overrun with IPAs where over half of them will be overly hopped beers and leaves no room for any of the other fantastic styles that are out there. Yeah. It's not, it's not happening as often anymore. It's enough for me to be mad about it. <laughs> when, when was the last, what was the last tap room you went to that was? Mad Max. Mad Max? Yes. Okay, so that's not really a tap room. That's a uh, restaurant. It's a room. That's a restaurant. It's a room, and they got taps. It's a room. It's a restaurant, but it's not a tap room because it's not representative of a brewery. So I take more issue with it when it's a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Not that this answers your question, but I take more issue with it in a restaurant because that is a place where I want to pair my beer with my food and Mm -hmm. an IPA doesn't go with everything. Everything. Agreed. So I want a greater diversity. If I walk, I mean, I've literally walked into insurrection and the only thing they had was 15 different kinds of yoga pants Mm -hmm. and it was just (laughs) IPA after IPA. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. That's their niche. That's what Bronson likes. That's fine. Whatever. Do your thing. But you're walking and knowing what you're getting and I'm, what am I eating? Well, sometimes they have wings and stuff, but for a while Good it was wings. just pretzels and I think charcuterie boards, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? So like, mm, okay, whatever. I'm not trying to pair my meal with a beer. Right. Yeah. Is my point. So, but what kind do I want on there? Yes. Can I be broad? Yes. Ales. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's too broad. <laughs> no worries. Damn it. What do I win? <laughs> Nothing. Damn yeah. it. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Interesting question. What would I want to overwhelm a tap list? Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not IPAs. Can it be IPAs? No. What if that's what he wants? <laughs> Too bad. Second choice then. <laughs> Second choice. <laughs> I heard that and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. <laughs> I'm still not I'm still not completely on logger team yet, so I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's a good team to be on. Yeah, that's what you want to be on. It um, is. I huh. You know, because I, I I'm not a fan of anything overwhelming, so I don't I can't think of anything that I I would just say ales as well. But <laughs> such a cop out. I know it totally is, but I I honestly just don't want an overwhelming tap list of things. The the caveat I'll make okay is I'll go slightly more specific mm-hmm. and I'll say Belgians. Yes, because Belgians we can get a wonderful breadth of things mm-hmm. because you can get some fruity ones you get some estery ones yeah you get some big gasoline ones mm-hmm. you get some you know dark ones you got all kinds of flavors all throughout you get some raisiny ones you get you know i guess technically you could include framboise in that yes maybe? didn't i have a chocolate belgian once what was that? That was by the Castile Company, probably. Is that what that was? Okay, yeah. that sounds right. Yeah, the people who make the rouge. You do love that. And yeah, the we Metro talk- rouge. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that last week. We did. Because Dave down at uh, Apis loves the Castile rouge. Mm. And so we started talking about the Castile portfolio, and then we talked about how the Nitro quad chocolate is not that good. So if you want to get on his good side, just go down there with some Castile rouge mm-hmm. and be like, Dave. Yeah. Have a beer. Do a trade. And I'd be like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Do a trade. Get you some mead for get you some mead for some Castile Rouge. <laughs> it's a fair trade. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a good answer. I like the Belgian as yeah. a, as an answer. Yeah. Ales, on the other hand. Which which <laughs> buddy. <laughs> which 
Honestly, you said I could be broad. <laughs> That's not my fault. <laughs> Which honestly, me saying Belgians is just taking us back to like pre 2010 mm-hmm. and the Sharp Edge Creek house. It is. <laughs> it is. Which I would be okay with. Yeah. I, I, like it wasn't uh it wasn't a terrible place to have, no. a, have a burger and a couple beers. Can't have and would again there if was, I could. There was a lot of imports there, so mm-hmm. yeah. Right. It was fine. And then I guess mismanaged or whatever. But. Well, yeah, but that's we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> but Katie, you had a question to bring before the group. Yeah. What is your question? What's your wild table? Sir, my friend asked on Facebook if you leave a beer at a party. Are you going back for it the next day? No. Or if you leave beer, I shouldn't say a beer. If you leave beer at a party, are you going back for it the next day? And then he actually expounded on this to me. Eight cans, an eight pack, which I don't think is a thing. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, eight cans for $50. You only drink two of them. Are you coming back for the beer? What? Eight? Ha. See, so now, it could be that they had a, a four-pack for $25. They had two four-packs. For 50 For 50 So this is on him. That kind of is. for. He didn't leave the beer. It was left at his house. Oh. So, yeah. So the rest, of, I mean, there's some drama in there. But, like, basically, like, if you went to a party at your friend's house yeah. and you left your beer there, are you going back for it? No, because I would n- I would never take beer to a place that I didn't expect to not have anymore. Right. Once you walk in the door, that beer no longer exists in right. your beer portfolio. Because because yeah. even if I don't drink it all, then I consider the rest a gift to the host. Hundred percent. And that's what I said. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. you know, if I'm out. What, $40 or whatever, like, does that suck? Yeah, maybe. But at the same time, if I took something of that caliber to somebody's house, probably it's because I wanted to share it with them in the first place. Mm, Right, right. So I'm definitely going to leave it there. Um, And I actually did say, because, you know, we did caveats and whatever, the only two reasons I would come and get it is if I knew for a fact that they wouldn't drink it Mm -hmm. and they didn't want it. Right. If it's just going to sit there and we're not expecting them to have because in that case, I'd just be like, okay, well, then just leave it there for me when I come back. Right. But if that's not going to happen, I'll come get it. Or if they're like, hey, come get your shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, if they say come back and get it. <clears throat> Those are the it, only two reasons yeah. I'm going back for it is one, because it's going to sit there and rot. Right. Or two, because they don't want it taking up space in their fridge. Right. If you bring beer to somebody's party with the understanding that the host doesn't like beer, mm-hmm. it's not so great on your part <laughs> to yeah. bring them something they don't like. But if you know they're not going to drink it, okay, come back and get it. But yeah, to that end, I would just not bring things that the host wouldn't enjoy or right. I would feel bad if I lost money out on. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to keep my big bottles at home unless it's specifically a beer share of big right. bottles. Yeah, And I, I, I guess that... I guess there is one other remote situation where yeah. if for some reason you went from the beer store or the brewery or whatever it was, picked up these beers and you didn't have the chance to go home yet yeah. and you had no other place to store the beer yeah. and you stored it at, at, that's at your a, friend's that's house. That's different. I, it, I will it, agree that's different. Yeah. That's not party beer. That's like, hey, I don't want my shit to rot. Right. That's right. different. And you, but I, I will say you have to call your shot on that. 
Yeah. Right. When you walk in like, hey, can I store this here? You know, can I put it in a dark corner somewhere? You know, can I hide this? Can, can I, I hide this? How can I hide this? Right. Yeah. You know, if you call your shot and say, this is not party beer. Yeah. But okay. Put, yeah. Go back and get it. Can you put this in the upstairs fridge? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Put it in the, in the room with all the coats. Yeah. Just to, just to tell a quick side story of doing the right thing mm-hmm. on the like top level. Uh, Adam and I, we have our mutual friend DZ. Yes. He would show up to parties with cases of Trappist. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of walked into the room like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cases of Trappist or Dragon's Milk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even drink. All right. Yeah. At a party? Mm-hmm. At a party. And oh, then- I'm having maybe one Dragon's Milk. Right. That's and- a heavy. That's thick. <laughs> it's two C's. Yeah, and but he wouldn't ask to br- take them home, you know. Like, I mean, he would still take some home just because I think the host of the party sent him home. Right. Oh, I've right. for sure done that. But like, yeah, he he would show up right and like just like, hey, everybody, here's a bunch of Trappist. Yeah. yeah. And everybody got blacked out by seven. That was yes. A while. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. But it was a good time. <laughs> but yeah, DZ is the exemplary of yes <laughs> doing the right thing. If we had a Hob Nation USA Hall of Fame, yeah, he'd be in it. <laughs> I've for sure taken craft beer to parties where I was the only person there who was going to drink it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, at the end of the night, they're like, hey, are you taking this with you? I'm like, no, you can have it. Like, take it. Can you take mm-hmm. this with you? Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It. Okay, sure. Oh, well, yeah, all right. You got a bag? Like, <laughs> so. He's yeah. loose now. <laughs> Apparently, in my friend's uh, situation, it was over a week had gone by. Nope. And this guy nope. was like, hey, um, I'm going to come by and get my beer. Nope. And my friend was like, first of all, if you haven't said anything about it in a week and you didn't express to me immediately that this was something you wanted to keep, how do you know I didn't already drink it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. a that's very part, good point. That's part of the household at that point. Yeah, that's that's all off the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the number of times I've left beer at like Kelsey's house. Oh, yeah. You know, just because like Kelsey ho- usually hosts our fantasy draft parties. Yeah. And I always take beer over knowing that I'm not going to mm-hmm. keep it like. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing I said is that if that beer was like I kind of similar to what Adam said, I said, like, the only thing I think I'd ever be touchy about is if it's like something where like I went out of my way to stand in some ridiculous limited release beer line and I, it was just so that I could share it with you, like then I might get a little bit touchy about it. But at the same time, it's like if I'm out $40 leaving that beer there. Yeah. And you know, like you two, for example, know beer. So if I leave you guys something in my head, I'm like, you know what? They're going to get me back at some point. So like, mm-hmm. it's not a big right. deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Zero sum game. Yeah. It's going to go tip for tat. Yeah. So yeah. It's like, whatever. Yeah. Either we'll get you back or we know how expensive what you got was. Yeah. And we might ask you about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You sure you leaving this here? <laughs> and that's what my friend said. He was like, had he said like, hey, I actually wanted to keep that or something along those lines sooner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He probably would have been a little bit more. But apparently this person only ever brings just what they want to drink, don't offer to share, take whatever else home with them. And apparently they're just like the shittiest party guests. I was like, why do you keep inviting this guy over? (laughs) And he was like, oh, it's we're not again. And I was like, (laughs) okay, then. Good choice. (laughs) Hop Nation Court has ruled uh, this. uh, The party guest is in the wrong. Yes. He loses his privileges to the beer. (laughs) And to parties in general. And the parties in general. You suck, stay home. Yeah. 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 Yes, he's lost oh. all his privileges. So yeah. he does not win in this ruling. No. <laughs> no. But you know who did win? Katie's friend is awarded the beer. <laughs> <laughs> awarded custody. 
Thank you, Judge Steve. Yes. I wish I had had the people's court theme ready to go here. (laughs) I can can put it in. Yeah. It's a good theme. Solid theme. Well, I know what I'm listening to at work tomorrow. It's an eight-hour loop. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't getting shit done. I'm doing judgments. (laughs) do that while I'm sitting at lunch. Yeah. You don't want to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, there you go. Nobody yeah. asked you. Yeah. You asked yeah. me. I did. You, you asked, asked both of us. I did. Yeah, you asked. So yeah. what do you guys think of this DNR? It's good. Um, C-O-O-P. DNR by the coop? Yes. I enjoyed it. As did I. It is. It, it's pretty uh, straight down the middle as far as like a Belgian strong ale. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a whole lot of bells and whistles, which is fine. And it does have that nice raisininess mm-hmm. to it. Uh, and you can definitely tell it's 10%. So you, you are going to have this one. And then you're going to have a lighter one. <laughs> and then maybe you come back to this one. <laughs> and then you have a nap. Right. But yeah, it's it, it's not full on gasoline, but it is full on just mm-hmm. up there. And you're going to you're gonna taste it. You're going to feel it. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's I like the it. The do not resuscitate part. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dinner beer. I like it. Should we go to the podium? Fucking get podiums. Okay. Does anybody have a have a ruling right here on the get go of how they're gonna go? I do. Do it. Go for it. I'm going to give. Uh, it's actually just gonna go to the order that we drank them tonight. Mm. I'm gonna give bronze to the the heirloom rustic, the night jar dark lager. It's fine. Um, didn't really impress me one way or the other. It has it has a little bit of a dry nuttiness to it, which is, I guess, I kind of associate with dark lagers, but it just the it's more overall sweet and caramelly, and I kind of associate that with either like ambers or brown ales, mm-hmm. and so in that way, it, it just doesn't really stand out enough in its own style of a dark lager from other, you know, brownish beers. So it's kind of like, eh, <laughs> I could get that. I, I could get this elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's kind of like the hard thing with lockers. And, you know, we, we've, we talked about it, uh, you know, last week with Dave, but like when you're, when you're making beers so simply, they have to be so perfect. Mm-hmm. There's no room for error. Yeah. You can't, you can't make an error. So, you know, if you make an error, it, it may not make the beer bad, but it also just might make it taste like, generic mm-hmm. so yeah yeah uh, so bronze it's fine it's totally drinkable though it's not bad it's just it didn't impress me the silver i'm going to give to the drippin by rough tail i like it as an ipa it's interesting it's sweet uh it's you know uh it has a lot of interesting flavors going on like i said i got pina colada almost because i got a little bit of that coconut and i got a lot of vanilla and a bit of pineapple juice back end. So it's it's good tasting that way. That nose is borderline offensive though. So <laughs> I have no idea what you saw. I hey, I don't know what's broke on me right now, but it <laughs> We don't have enough time to go through that list. Yeah. I, wow. I, I don't I don't know what's up. So yeah, I don't know if I'm smelling something that I shouldn't or if I'm smelling something that, you know, nobody else got. But oh. I don't know. I I my experience was obviously different. But yeah, there was something borderline offensive on the nose. But otherwise, good Adam drinking. Adam was low key farting every time you took a sip. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. for fart. <laughs> but yeah, it was a it, it's an enjoyable, drinkable IPA. It's 
you know, not in that West Coast realm. It's not going to blow your palate out too, too much. It has bitterness on the back end. But yeah, it, it's, a, it's a fun little drinker, something for the hot sun times. And I, I think there's a lot of those in Oklahoma, so it probably fits in well. <laughs> <laughs> but gold goes to the DNR. Mm. It just, yeah, it's a well-crafted uh, fucking right down the middle strong kale. <laughs> strong with a K. Yeah, it's got all the things I like. It's got big strong flavors. It's big and it's bold and it's got a nice big mouthfeel. You know, get you there. And it's, you know, I love Belgians because I already said that in the fucking prompt. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have? Belgian tap list. Why? Because I get Belgians. Because <laughs> Belgians are great. <laughs> just um, just so like we get a little bit of clarity here. Yeah. Do you like Belgians? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, breaking news. I'm yeah. down for it. <laughs> they got the waffles. They got the frites. They got the prostitutes. They got the beers. <laughs> they got the cheeses. Is not like the others. <laughs> they got the cheeses. They got the weed. <laughs> I definitely had a waffle in Brussels. They got the it's chocolate. like a very touristy thing. You almost have to at that point. I, that's kind of the only reason I did yeah. it. Yeah. But Belgians got everything going for them. And they got the canals and the art scene. Right for Belgium. <laughs> Looks yeah. like we're doing a Belgium episode soon. <laughs> okay. Thoughts on the uh, the old rankings? I have a beer in my fridge for your Belgian episode. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I'm going to go bronze to the Heirloom Rustic Ales Night Jar. Um, my rankings are purely call your shot based. And, um, I feel like they didn't, I didn't really, it was a little bit of nuttiness. I couldn't say for sure that it was praline or hazelnut. I got no chocolate on it. Um, if you just told me that it was just a malty dark lager, then you'd have nailed it. But telling me I'm going to pick out that other stuff that's not there. No, my silver is going to be the Coop Aleworks DNR. Um, same thing. I mean, I got the dried fruit a little bit. I really didn't get any cinnamon or vanilla, which is what they call out on the flavor notes there. Um, I mean, it was good. I think I expected it to be a little bit more syrupy, especially at 10%. Um, and just compared to other Belgians that I've had, I found it pretty overwhelming. Um, leaving the drippin' from Rough Tail Brewing Company in gold it is a milkshake ipa that tasted a lot like vanilla and they said it was going to be a milkshake ipa that tasted a lot like vanilla so (laughs) (laughs) it did the thing (laughs) yeah that's that's my ranking is just based off of shots called basically so you know rough tail called it and landed it it had everything that a milkshake ipa should have it had the sweetness it had the hoppiness it had the mouthfeel it was creamy um and they hit their flavor notes so you know that's it for me right on what you got so for me uh i'm also going to put the uh the night jar in the bronze medal position (laughs) quel surprise (laughs) i don't know what that means what a surprise oh all right (laughs) was that french Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Smarter now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the night jar, uh, it's already been discussed. Fine beer. Yeah. Fine beer. Uh, but with all the other flavors that were supposed to be in there, uh, I couldn't parse those out. So I, I drink it again, but I'm not going to seek it out. Uh, and now comes the fun part. Do I go with Steve? Do I go with Katie? Come on. Yeah, everybody knows what's going to happen. <laughs> yes, the dripping will be, and I will say in a rather strong silver, 
Because for the style, what it was supposed to be. <laughs> he said the thing. I said. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually bought it, bought the t-shirt for that. <laughs> yes. But uh, uh, for what it is supposed to be, it is supposed to be a milkshake IPA. It is exactly that. You know, you get what you're asking for. Wait, did you buy the For the Style t-shirt on Tee Public? I did. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you bought the For the Style t-shirt on Tee Public. Or if you bought a say the line bar t-shirt. Oh no, no, I got it. No, I got the for the style t-shirt on T Public okay. with the keyword Hop Nation USA, all one word, no spaces. You gotcha. used your own discount code. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody also bought a shit and fart t-shirt. <laughs> wasn't me. If you're listening and you bought the shit and fart t-shirt, please send me a picture of you wearing it. <laughs> it just also reveal yourself. <laughs> We'd like to meet you. Yeah. I mean, you're obviously a person of taste. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know one of those got sold. Yeah, somebody somebody Somebody's. bought a shit into our t-shirt. That's like, awesome. Okay. I don't know who did. <laughs> you say so. Uh shoot. Uh but uh, in the gold medal position, uh yes, uh the DNR by Coop. Yeah. Uh far and away, I thought that was the best beer of the three. I enjoyed it the most. Uh yes, it did uh taste like a ten percenter, but it didn't burn you like a 10 percenter mm-hmm. you know it announced itself but didn't punch you in the face while it walked in the room i love not being punched in the face me too i'm I, like so into it i got a fairly good streak of that going on i hope yeah. to carry that on for quite some time uh but yeah the uh the dnr uh yeah i like that i hope whenever they get to pennsylvania that's the first one that they bring in sure and then i can buy it all the time <laughs> all the time all the time how, how much? All the time. Just checking. Mm-hmm. All that time. You can quote me on that. Okay. So there you go. That's not my, that's my rankings. Cool. Can I drop some knowledge real quick? Yes, please. Sure. I did a Google. Uh-huh. Sooners is the name given to settlers who entered the unassigned lands in what is now the state of Oklahoma before the official start of the land rush of 1889. So they were there soon. Ah. Okay. Yes. The phrase boomer sooner refers to the land run of 1889 in which the land around the modern university was settled. Boomers were the people who campaigned for the land to be opened uh, before the passage of the Indian Appropriations Act uh, of 1889. So they were campaigning for the boom of industry. Yes. Snap. Mm. Snap indeed. So that's what we got. By God, King. Great. And that's Oklahoma. That's Oklahoma. We learned a whole lot. We learned about their interesting history that I think is, I would like to get to see if I could find more on the actual history of the Choctaw uh, beer. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, just from what I was reading, it read a lot of like, we took something from the natives and then made it our own thing. And then we were successful off of it, which is not. Terrible, for, no. for, terribly different from anything else in American history, but <laughs> I would say consult your local cultural library. appropriation. Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in my country. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'd like to know more if there was because just like the the way the recipes were, I don't, I don't know, not terribly uh, focused. There's a lot of like obviously it was wheat, and mm. obviously it was berry, and then you had some goof asses who were throwing tobacco and. I don't think the noted natives were throwing <laughs> tobacco and moonshine, but maybe they were just to just we weren't there. We don't just know. to sell it to white people. Mm-hmm. And like here, this will get you fucking turned. <laughs> maybe like, it was just to give knock them the fuck out so they could be left alone for a minute. Because that's right. why I would do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Like, please just go colonize here, somewhere else. Here, drink this, leave us alone. Exactly. <laughs> Get out of here. Get. Night, night. And don't leave it in our fridge for a week. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't leave it in our ice house. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's Oklahoma. Thanks for bringing us beers from there, Katie. Yes, you are thank you. quite welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, next week, we're out of plans. We're done. <laughs> Show's over. Show's there you over. go. <laughs> we're out of play. 245, wrap it. <laughs> 245, we're done with this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Uh, I, I have something in the bag. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I was trying to save it for to get a guess, but I don't know if we'll be able to get that guess. So okay. yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's a mystery. It's mysteries. It's kidding. We know what we're doing. It's a garlic bread beer pairing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yep. We'll see you next week. Oh no! Wait. Yeah. Was, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, Do the thingy. I yeah. <laughs> you had guys. Guys, don't hang up. Listen. Okay. Wait, <laughs> wait. Wait. Hold on. No. 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 Hold up. Hold okay. up. Do the thingy. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. If you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hob Nation USA. That'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hob Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hob Nation USA, your favorite podcatcher like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean. Anything that starts in pod or ends in cast, we're on all of those platforms and leave a five-star review because we are a six cowboy show, but they only let us use five. Ugh. And that's a bigger crime than throwing highly poisonous <laughs> berries right. into your fucking mash. <laughs> don't do that. Please and thank you. Don't Home do brewers. that shit. Also, don't, don't cut things friends. with fentanyl. <laughs> also, don't put fentanyl in your Belgians. <laughs> don't put fentanyl in anything. Yeah. Yeah, under strict medical supervision. Yeah. Yes, if you're going to do drugs, get them from a pharmacy or a dispensary. Don't don't risk it. Just yeah. be cool. Or just drink. Yeah. Yeah, that's regulated. Get, yeah. <laughs> get drunk. 10%, man. Do it. Fentanyl hasn't made it into the homebrewing scene as far as I know. Oh, so. right. Why would you even speak that? Yeah, why would you do that? I don't Well, I, at least I trust the homebrewers that I drink from, so. In case you guys were all wondering how we died. <laughs> yeah. Now you you're know. listening to this in 2023. <laughs> that was it. This is exhibit A now. Bye. I'm hanging up now. <laughs> <laughs> They do Adam's song. They do. Okay. Yes. And I fully disagree with it. I didn't agree to it. Not feeling so suicidal then. There. No. No. I don't even get any royalties out of it. I washed my Jeep in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I put some ducks on another one. <laughs> <laughs>